Heat, fire, light. How is the summer for you? Today I will talk to you about the summer and its element and how we can balance the heat with yoga and food during the summer. Hello yogi, welcome to my podcast. I'm Aiko and on this show we explore ways to put spiritual theory into sustainable practice. So today I would like to help you maximize your summer health with some tips regarding yoga and lifestyle. Some weeks ago I went to Bulgaria for a retreat, some of you might know that, and it was an extraordinary experience. Um, it was a bhakti yoga retreat, but uh, I was living in Costa Rica for some years before coming here to Sweden, since one year here in Sweden. and I knew I remember Bulgaria was hot but when I landed there with my husband it was just crazy hot like I was melting we went there with jackets but definitely it was unnecessary and it was so hot all the time the first nights we couldn't sleep for the heat so I just thought that um, some of you might experience the same think because now in these days it's so hot like in all Europe I don't know about the rest of the world but at least in Europe it's very hot so I wanted to to talk to you about the pitta element and how can we balance this heat with the help of yoga and uh, and food so first of all I would like a little bit to explain you some theoretical things. Our bodies go through a naturally ebb and flow of change as the season change, which works to harmonize and establish balance inside us. Hours of daily light, seasonal vegetables and fruits, and seasonal inspired activities are all factors that impact these changes. Although your body will adjust to these changes on its own, at least it tries, <laughs> it never hurts to make a few minor adjustments to your routine to help with the transition and make you feel more connected to the season. Why? Because, for example, in my example, I was here in Sweden, which is summer and it's... Um, the weather is maybe something between 20 Celsius degrees and 30. And then I just took a flight to Bulgaria and then uh, here and then there we had 35 degrees. Very humid, so it was really hard. So in this case, my body didn't have the time to adjust. So it's very important and helpful to to have this, this small knowledge about it and help your body to adjust. Summer's most prominent characteristics are heat, long days of bright sun, what to speak about Sweden, um, during the summer solstice in June we didn't have practically night, there was a couple of hours of night which were very bright when we flew to, to Bulgaria at 3.45 in the morning, it was definitely bright outside and um, all these um, 
this characteristic of summer with bright sun, sharp intensity um, and the heat are all in line with pitta dosha, which is why it's referred to as a pitta season. Um, I don't know, maybe some of you already heard my or watched my video about the inner season of uh, women. Some of you might not, <laughs> but um, there I'm talking a little bit about uh, this, uh, these doshas, what they are, but uh, it's, it's very interesting. It's based on Ayurveda. There are three different doshas, Vata, Pitta and Kappa. The doshas are the physiological humors that assist to establish one's individual constitution. So these elements, the doshas are Vata, Pitta and Kappa, I just said, and um, they, they contain the elements of earth, ether, water, air and fire. And uh, Ayurveda, it's, uh, it puts them in these three main groups. So it says that everything... Most of the things has all these elements inside us. We have them. The things has them. And the nature has them. And the secret to to health, to good health, is to have all these elements balanced. So when the elements change outside, like in, during the seasons, our body is trying to adjust. But of course, we can help this process, this movement. Uh, by knowing how these energies are working. Pitta is primarily influenced by the sun. Therefore, as the natural cycle of the seasons welcomes us into the hot, flaming summer months, it is critical to calm the natural pitta within our bodies so that we do not respond to the hot with a similar internal energy. And that also I explain um, about our inner seasons, like women inner seasons, when we um, when we are in certain seasons, we try to balance the energy by uh, doing yoga with opposite energies. So what that means, it means that uh, summer is hot and it has the fire element, then we will try to cool it down with water and air. As a result, we are able to fully appreciate the excitement that summer brings without being overwhelmed by too much of one powerful energy. Summer is a time of expansion and mobility, which are attributes associated with the Vata Dosha. Our summer seasonal routine aims to promote diet and lifestyle practices that will help you avoid overabsorption of summer qualities while yet allowing you to appreciate the particular benefits that summertime has to offer. But how do we bring that pita energy into balance? A smart way to counteract the hot temperatures in this time of the year is to produce a lunar current within the body by focusing on cooling activities and meals. So this method will help your body and make you feel more energized. Try 
and then tell me. <laughs> um, you will actually see the results, so just try. During the summer, one of the fundamental principles of Ayurveda is that our habits, routine and dietary choices should ebb and flow with the seasons. So, of course, we have our own energies. It's not that everything is so universal, like maybe some of you is totally into water and air elements, so for those people, summer is just, wow, it's just like perfect and balanced as it is. But those um, small exercises that I'm going to 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 tell you to do are pretty much good for everyone and of course as i said to be more precise then one should know it it own his own doshas and then work with it before doing any yoga class i always start with some pranayama some breath work and um, it's a very very powerful thing to do before meditation before yoga because it really uh, brings you down it brings you within like you kind of disconnect with the rest of the world with the thoughts and you go into your own energies so there are different pranayamas that work but the ones that i want to present to you today are two of them and one is the nadi sodana pranayama which means single nostril breathing the word it's explaining itself it means that you are working with one nostril only how you do that Mm, the left nostril also known as ida nadi subtle channel is the body's cooling channel and is placed on the lunar side of the body with one finger you will close the right nostril and you will make at least 5 to 20 breaths uh, in and out through the no- this left nostril and uh, the position of the hands there are two main ways to do that you can check online you can do it uh, with the index and um, middle fingers on your placed on your third eye and close your right nostril with your thumb or you can put the index and the middle fingers like close you fold them in and you close your um, right nostril with the thumb with the right hand so this is very cooling what i do with this just to balance the breathing i do one breath in with the left nostril i breathe out with the right nostril so i close the left then i breathe in through the right nostril and then i close it i breathe out to the left and then i start the cycle only with the left and then at the end i do it again with the one time only with the right nostril just to balance now I want to tell you some asanas that are very helpful during the summer and it's very very important to follow the seasons 
uh, while doing yoga and doing any kind of practice because uh, otherwise um, you you kind of you don't really get the benefits that is uh, that you can get with yoga or other things in life so first we just mentioned before we have a lot of sun energy then we go through the moon so the chandra namaskar the moon salutation is top one <laughs> asana series that uh, you can do during the summer to cool down your body it's a very a kind of variation of the sun salutation but the energy that flows in all the movement it uh, it's not fire so it really balances it out when you do the sun salutation which is anyway good if you do it slow slowly try i know some people are the jump forward to uttanasana instead of i never do that but many do this instead of doing that just walk through very slowly another asanas we can you can do it's the viparita karani legs up up the wall which is super so it's one of my favorite you just lie down you put your legs uh, hang like 90 degree to the wall in this pose remember to keep your tailbone flush against the wall and your legs straight up and uh, and try to keep your back flat down on the on the ground then you can also do the anuvitasana standing back bends it's very important you don't push too much yourself backward um, as most of the poses squeeze little bit your glutes activate your abdomen so you protect your lower back it's super important when you do these back bends and uh, in this way also if you keep this activity you really can't go too much backwards also important to don't over arch your neck so keep the ears aligned with your uh, shoulders. I don't remember if I say the Sanskrit name. Anyway, it's Anuvitasana. Uh, cat and cow pose. This is one of my favorite and is um, super powerful. Chakravakasana. Uh, it kind of fits um, most of the seasons. But uh, during the summer, really try to keep the breath longer than usual uh, as you know every asanas in yoga moves according with your breath so during the summer we work a lot uh, on our breath and we do cat and cow pose trying to just put that extra second in breathing and extra second in breathing out Four world falls, Uttanasana, another of my favorite poses. Remember, in this pose, often it's not said. Uh, you push your tailbone up, and your abdomen is active, and your chest is open. That's very important. Your chest is open when you do Uttanasana. And uh, floor twist, Supta. Matsyendra, uh, Matsyendasana. 
that probably I didn't pronounce it correctly. And uh, this just maybe, if I say like this, is probably not coming to your mind, the pose. But uh, this is when you lie down, you open your arms, you look on one side and you fold your legs and you bring the legs on the opposite side of where you're looking. You can do this pose um, seated or lying on your back. Like if you're working, you can definitely do it on a chair. And this, um, this poses send a calming wave to the nervous system and serve the body's attempts to self-regulate. It's very, very powerful. And um, very important to center your energy and embrace the benefits of practicing yoga. Always end your practice with a few minutes of Savasana Corpse Pose. Not only for summer, this always, but in the summer, just stay a little bit longer in your Savasana. Before I mention uh, that the diet also is very important because... Uh, uh, the food we eat, it's so much affecting our entire body, our mechanism. And most of you definitely know this or experience this. Like if you eat something that you can digest, then you will be like weak. You will not have energy. But if you eat something light that boosts you up, then... Um, your body, your mind, your brain is more functional. So during the pitta season, we have this fire element around us from the from the summer. So the agni, which is the digestive fire, is a powerful uh, source of internal heat, disperses in the summer to help keep us cool. So our bodies naturally seek light foods, and small meals that are easier to digest. I'm pretty sure most of you have experienced this. Like during the summer, you don't want to have a super heavy lasagna, for example. Uh, you you would rather choose a big salad or something like that. Summer is the season for sweet, bitter and astringent tastes as well as cool, watery, and slightly oily dishes. The ideal time of, of the year to eat fresh fruit and salad is now. Try to choose veggies that are high in water and, of course, uh, that are from, from the current season is always. One note about this that maybe some of you might not know, is that the raw veggies, uh, such as those found in salads, we talk a lot about salads, so are better absorbed if eaten at lunch rather than dinner. During the lunch from 10 to 2, uh, we have, because we have all the elements during the day too, we are cyclical being. There are these cycles during the... Um, during the day, during our menstrual cycle, during our year, during our life. There are all these elements all the time and we are cyclical beings. It's very kind of funny to think about like 
science and uh, a lot of western people like identified with um, linear things like we think that something has a beginning and at the end there is the famous question like there was first the chicken or the egg the point is that there was no first chicken or first egg because we are cyclical beings so there is not beginning and the end there is just a cycle it's very easy but if we think in a linear way then we can't give an answer but if you just change your perspective of thinking and you understand we are cyclical being, then the answer is there. There is no beginning and end. It's simply a cyclical thing. That said, I was saying that from 10 to 2, um, there is also the fire element during the day. So uh, it's better to eat uh, your, your main meal during these hours. Um, there is a common belief that the breakfast is the best, uh, is the most important meal of the of the day. Why? Well, according to Ayurveda, is not. And even with my body, I never, I can't eat too much for breakfast. And many people experience that. And lately, I heard that even uh, there are some scientific proof of this that. Um, during the morning is not ideal to have big meal. So veggies, raw veggies, are a little bit hard to digest, are super healthy, but um, our body needs a little more of an effort to digest, so eat them during lunch. Okay, except for honey and molasses, molasses, I think, um... All unprocessed sweeteners are cooling and can be consumed in moderation during the hot months. Cool or room temperature water infuses with mint or lime and a pinch of raw sugar. Uh, sweet, lassi, refreshing herbs, tea like peppermint, licorice, fennel or rose are all good ways to beat the heat. Ice drinks that I think many many people are drinking should be actually avoided since they disrupt the digestive process and cause toxins to build up in the body. Avoid meals that are excessively hot such as chilies or cayenne pepper, mint, fennel, cilantro, cumin, I really don't like cilantro, and coriander are among herbs and spices that help to balance the pitta. Although your body will naturally seek balance as the seasons changes, and as we said before, like you really don't look, um, you're not craving for heavy food. Your body knows these things, but um, if you help out, it's always better. So I was saying that although your body will naturally seek balance as the season change. It is always a good idea to lend a helping hand. On these ideas, trust your instinct and always do what feels right for you. So this is pretty much what I wanted to, to tell you. And um, I really hope it helped you in some way. 
as I say, there is not a universal way to do. You can search online. There are many Ayurvedic websites, really, really well done, some of them. And um, if you get to know which one is your dosha, then you can balance out uh, with more details, like also with specific foods and specific hours to eat and this and that. But all the the things I shared during this episode are very generic and um, doable for everyone during the summer. Thank you and uh, see you next time. I hope this episode fulfills its purpose of inspiring you. If you like it, feel free to share it, give a review or a rating, subscribe. And if you have any questions, please get in touch at aikoyogareiki.com. Namaste. Namaste.